Hi, bad scientists. Someone suggested I call you that in an email. One of our scientist fans, actually. And so I've just begun trying that out. Anyways, today we're talking about Jurassic World, and there's so many issues that Jurassic World brings up about society and about morality. And the one that I want to focus on, and I mentioned this on the pod briefly, is Jurassic Tennis. Now, there's a banner in the background of the original film, Jurassic Park, for Jurassic Tennis, and there's some sort of digital representation of it in this new film. The bottom line here is that I need Jurassic Tennis, okay? Somebody needs to make a film about Jurassic Tennis or a video game called Jurassic Tennis where dinosaurs play tennis or they're the refs. I don't know how it'll work and I don't care. I need Jurassic Tennis. Somebody needs to make it happen and send me an email with a link for that trailer right now. And until then, I have no choice but to go on a tennis strike. I'm not going to watch tennis. I'm not going to play tennis until I get Jurassic Tennis. So I want you to join the fight at fastingforjurassictennis.org. So go to that right now slash Ethan hosts bad science podcast digital analog and fill out your name, date of request, and let's all join together and make this happen. Okay, enjoy the episode and thank you for listening. Bad science. Did the movie get it right? Bad science. Or will we have to fight? Science. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Bad Science. I'm Ethan Edinburgh, and today we're talking about 2015's Jurassic World, one of the sixth, what'd you say, sixth best-selling sixth movies? highest-grossing film highest of all Highest-grossing time. film of all time. See, I get guests that already come in with knowledge. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, and I'll explain my guess, of course. That voice you're hearing is a good friend of mine, an improviser, comedian, and storyteller, Sophia Hosini. Hi there. Thanks for having me. I'm, it's a pleasure to see you, Sophia. Usually we just see each other on Sundays, mm-hmm. and we joke around. We do a bunch of goofballs. Yep. Uh, but uh, today we're talking serious science. Very serious stuff, yeah. Educational purposes only. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, good. So I don't want to hear any <laughs> laughter or jokes oh, or sorry. puns. That's it. Yeah. Oh, God, I would never do a pun. Okay. Don't worry. Good. Also, we have our old friend from the Jurassic Park episode, which we did with uh, Scott Rogowski. It is uh, the paleontologist at the Natural History Museum of L.A., Dr. Alyssa Bell. Hi, happy to be back. Happy to see you again, Alyssa. It's been like a year or so. Yeah, about that. A lot has changed. Well, they're still dead, so we've still got that going on. <laughs> Dinosaurs still deceased. <laughs> yeah, not, haven't changed much. <laughs> okay, that's a shame. Um, so you said you just got back from Utah. You were doing mm-hmm. a dig. Is yes. that the cool term, slang term? Yeah, that's what we call it. Yeah, so I was out for five weeks digging up uh, primarily sauropod dinosaurs, or the big long-necked ones, oh. uh, in southeastern Utah. Okay, sauropod? Sauropod. Sauropod, okay. Like the one that we saw in this film where they were like getting killed. The apatosauruses that are dead all over the ground. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's sad. It's that a tragic moment. Sad. <laughs> yeah, apatosaurus. I thought they were a brontosaurus or is that a similar? A similar, very similar dinosaur. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay, very similar dinosaur. Yeah, that's the only one I know that has a long neck is the brontosaurus. The brontosaurus. But, yeah, same, okay. same brontosaur. Yeah. But now we know that they're also apatosaurus and that they're sauropods. They're all types of sauropods, yeah. Wow. Already blowing my mind. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So let's talk about the movie first before we get into the ridiculous dinosaur questions that I have based on this film. I had never seen this movie before. I think, Sophia, you said the same, right? Right. This is my first time. Okay. So what do you think about Jurassic World? Well, as far as like it just being entertaining, I thought it was entertaining. Like, I'll give it that. You know, like summer flick, you know, lots of dinosaurs. The velociraptors were cute. I liked them. (laughs) You know, like, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, I think just going through the film, like, there are so many like cliches and just tropes and even, I mean, I don't know anything about dinosaurs. And I just was like, is that right? You know, and like we talked earlier, I thought the Indominus Rex looked basically just like a T-Rex with like some spikes on its head. Right, yeah. So, I don't know. It's like, what's the difference? But yeah, yeah, so overall, I would see it again. Like, I thought it was like a decent film, but cool. definitely some issues with okay. it. Okay. Alyssa, was this your first time seeing it? No, I saw it when it came out once, but it had been since 2015. So it, the okay. rewatch was an interesting experience. What did you, you think about it when it came out? And did you see it in the full, uh, you know, IMAX experience? Because I think that was like a big deal when this came out. Yeah, I just saw a regular movie theater. Right. It didn't really seem worthy of an IMAX experience. Um, <laughs> sure. it, it was. It's a fun monster movie. Yeah. Um, it's not really 
it, it's no Jurassic Park for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it is a fun movie to watch. Yes, absolutely. I like that you called it a, a monster movie because that's actually a quote that I have here in part of my research. It said that Jurassic World was criticized for purposefully <laughs> ignoring new discoveries and knowledge about dinosaurs and that several dinosaur researchers called the film a quote dumb monster movie for failing to include new discoveries about the creatures uh, like all of the feather stuff. Like that's kind of the main complaint, right? It's like velociraptors have feathers. Some that sort of was feathers. one of the big complaints among paleontologists is that they didn't update the dinosaurs mm-hmm. to reflect sort of updated understanding of of what some of them would have looked like. Okay. Does it doesn't get to you or does it get to you? Um you know I I felt like the movie actually answered that one for themselves at one point. Wu says something about, no, they're not dinosaurs. We made you a bunch of monsters. Have fun with that. Oh, right. Yeah, because they're like hybrid. They're like, yeah, yeah, making. And and so he pointed out the fact that, no, these are not real dinosaurs. These are genetically engineered monsters. And so (laughs) I I felt that that wrapped it up really nicely is, no, they're not going to look like real dinosaurs. Um, Some people felt like that was still not enough. When did the feathers discovery happen? How long ago was that, that these dinosaurs may have had feathers? Um, So that's been a a long sort of building process of like we find more dinosaurs going further back, the Mm -hmm. evolutionary tree that do have feathers. Gotcha. Um, And I I don't remember exact years that different species were found with feathers or whatnot, but it's been a while now. Okay, gotcha. And so, oh, go. Oh, I was just going to ask if that Mosasaurus, is that real? Is that <laughs> so something that may have been a dinosaur? Mosasaurus were real. Um, okay. Marine reptiles. They're not dinosaurs. Okay. Um, but they, they weren't that. We don't have any record of them getting that large. Okay. Yeah, right. That one was excessively yeah. big. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I have the uh, the amount, but I did read that they were like way smaller. They they were, yeah, they weren't that big. It, it was Gargantuanly large. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was ridiculously that large. Woman, yeah, yeah, and they didn't explain it away at all. Like at least with the uh, Adominus mm-hmm. or Indominus, I don't know what I, how to, the right way to say it. But at least with that one, they were like, "Oh, we've mutated this. We've exactly. combined it with a bunch yeah. of animals." There's a reason it's freakishly large. Although again, it does seem to be pretty much the same as the T Rex from yeah. Jurassic Park. Am I? Does it does it seem it, much? It bigger? was different in some ways okay. that were interesting. The so ways? the arms. Were, it had more regular sort of proportioned arms. It didn't have the teeny tiny T-Rex arms. Okay. Um, and so in that way, it would actually, in my opinion, be scarier because yeah. now it's got arms it can actually do things with as well as teeny yeah. feet. Um, and Is then, that, sorry, less accurate though? Like did the T-Rex have those little teeny tiny? T-Rex had, t- yeah, had very reduced arms with just two fingers. So the, the T-Rex that you see like stereotypically in cartoons with like the little arms that can't do anything, yeah. that's that's reasonable. Wow. Um, Such a weird. Yeah. <laughs> weird, uh, weird creatures. Yeah, yeah, but, weird yeah. creature. Okay, so this was, yeah. Just so Indominus a, had some, they, they took, they, they mishmashed a bunch of different theropod dinosaurs. Okay, cool. And um, it can do a bunch of crazy cool shit. It can camouflage and it can, oh, an eye roll from Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> there's, we, there's no reason to think that they could have, I mean, realistically, dinosaurs probably didn't do that. Right. Um, but if you're going to create a monster in a lab, why not let it do that? That's, yeah. That's a cool they trick. They said they spliced it with a cuttlefish and yeah. that's why it was camouflage, which I thought was so a funny. frog, I think, Yeah, too, right? tree frog. Okay, so right, because it can hide from thermal detection. Yeah, it can modulate. Yeah, it can turn off its thermal. Yeah. <laughs> it can right. turn off its body heat. Uh, that's a great trick. Incredible. <laughs> so funny. Such an unnecessary thing for them oh, to yeah. put in this dinosaur. Oh, yeah. That's the only way we have of tracking it. Let's let it be Let's able to yeah. <laughs> yeah, hide from that. That's nuts. Um, but yeah, and I also just, uh, as far as camouflaging go, like a chameleon is very well known to camouflage, right? Yeah. Like a cuttlefish, I had no idea could even do that. I mean, I guess it's cool from like an educational point of view, but if you're going to splice anything... I don't know. Maybe sure. I'm I'm nuts here. But um, I also loved, I will say, in that moment where he realizes that it can camouflage. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, He's yeah, like getting attacked. And in that moment of sheer panic where anyone with a normal brain would just be yelling, you know, incomprehensible <laughs> syllables yeah, yeah. or just like run maybe would come to mind. Right. He yells, it can camouflage. <laughs> I thought it was so a funny. A full sentence. Yeah. Grammatically correct. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> the animal has been behind. Yeah, very accurate. Yeah, I thought that was really good. Um, I also wanted to mention how I didn't realize this, but I love the movie Deep Blue Sea. Have you guys seen Deep 
Bluesy. I love it, no. Oh, is so it the shark one with that, Samuel L. Jackson? That's correct. Okay, yeah. You got to watch this, Sophia. It's, is it's it good? good movie, yeah. Oh, it's pretty good. hilarious okay. movie. Really fun. It's in that same like Anaconda time period. Oh, I love like, Anaconda. If you okay. like Anaconda. Oh, you like it. Yeah. Great. So a lot of journalists apparently noted a bunch of similarities between Jurassic World and Deep Blue Sea. Oh. They like for the plot and character similarities. And so I didn't really get that from the movie. But anyways, I wanted to throw it out there to you guys. God. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen Deep Blue Sea too, but I don't. I don't. I don't remember thinking that when I saw it, but I, I must have missed it. I don't know. It I sounds think like one sharks and one dinosaurs. So I think that's a huge difference. Difference already. enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good call. I'll tell you that. That's damn right. Um, okay. Do it. you guys want to guess? Do you know how much the movie made? I can tell you the budget was hundred and fifty million dollars. What was the box office number? Usually don't we don't get into this, but I thought this was interesting. It was a lot. I think I saw it. Somewhere. It was in the billions. Yeah, I thought it was one point six. Yes, that's correct. One point wow. six seven two billion. It's a lot. Very well done, Sophia. Thanks. You Wikipedia win. is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so helpful. It really is. I like how they tell you that, like oh, right up front. Yeah. Um, and then I just wanted to mention the director, Colin Trevorrow, um, who I had. I was like, who's this guy? What's mm-hmm. he even? Do? And and now since then he's been doing a bunch of stuff. He did the other Jurassic World and like I think some Star Wars movie but before this he had just done a movie called safety not guaranteed in 2012 do you know about this movie it's not like an indie film yeah it was okay. an indie film that was made for like less than a million dollars and it has like Aubrey Plaza and I think one of the Duplass brothers and it looks really good and from what I've heard it's awesome mm-hmm. but I was just shocked because this is like the second or third time that we've been talking about one of these just huge blockbuster monster movies it's made for 150 million dollars and they entrusted it to a dude who his last movie was like this little indie movie which wow. don't get me wrong did really well but I was like wow that's so that's a lot of trust yeah that's a lot of responsibility good for him he yeah, looked out yeah great for him that's <laughs> nice dude rules um okay so starting from the beginning here in the first scene of the movie there usually with the jurassic park movies there's a a dinosaur attack that starts out the film but in this movie there's like little baby dinosaurs uh hatching out of eggs Mm -hmm. and so i just wanted to know like if that's how we know that it worked that they do come from eggs like birds and secondly if they look like that because the claw that came out seemed like fully formed to me it seemed (laughs) like you know like a legit claw that was already yeah out of the egg well if you think about um crocodiles right when when they're born as babies when they hatch out the eggs they they have all their claws and teeth and all that so that's totally reasonable that the baby would have looked like that um and in terms of the egg yeah we do have a pretty good record of um eggs from lots of different types of dinosaurs, including theropod dinosaurs, so the the big meat-eating ones. Um, So we have uh, lots of um, that elongate kind of ovally shape. Like, that's exactly how they were shaped. So that was, I mean, no reason to think that that wouldn't have been an accurate depiction. Okay, cool. And so crocodiles just look like little... Crocodiles, just tiny micro little, versions of little, the real thing. Baby crocodiles, yep. Wow, that's kind of adorable. Kind of cute yeah. when they're that little, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very quickly, it doesn't become the case. Not cute for long. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'll say one more like very stupid thing, and then I want to know about your recent dig adventures in Utah. Um, but when I don't know if you guys noticed this, but when they're first getting to the park, Isla Nublar, I believe it's called, mm-hmm. um, which just sounds like someone falling <laughs> and coming up with something. Oh, yeah. I want a new blar. I don't know. So there's a quick, there's like a screen of like different activities that you can do at the park. And one of them says Jurassic Tennis. No way. <laughs> I didn't know. Did you see this? Oh, no, that's I amazing. I had to go back because I was like, no way that that's uh, what I saw. And right. that's absolutely what I saw. It says wow. Jurassic Tennis. It's like. If you're going to this park to yeah. see dinosaurs, why would you take a break and play tennis? And also, are there dinosaurs on the court yeah. or dinosaur ball Jurassic? boys? Yeah. yeah. Why is it Jurassic? <laughs> I had so many questions about Jurassic tennis. None of them answered. Oh, wow. Yeah. Maybe I, that's that next movie, though. 2021. Yeah, Fallen Kingdom. The focus will be Jurassic, <laughs> Jurassic tennis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just be like Serena going against like a dinosaur. That would be awesome. Yeah. Well, Jurassic World Tennis Kingdom. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Well, that's all. Um, okay. Well, I'm glad that we got the conclusion to that. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I know about it. Um, okay. So yeah, you were in Utah, you were digging up, you said you found some stuff. Yeah. We had a great season this year. So we've been working in this quarry for, this was our 11th season, um, excavating there. And so far we've collected hundreds of bones of different dinosaurs. Wow. Um, exciting for this season is we finished collecting, uh, the two most complete individuals that we have in the quarry. So most of the quarry is just like a mishmash, like a like a jumble of different bones. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to tell what goes with what and things like that. Yeah. But there are two individuals that are preserved uh, sections of their torso and neck for one individual and the neck of the other individual. And so we're hoping um, we're going to be building a new um, uh, exhibit slash welcome center at the museum. And fingers crossed we will be mounting these as a single individual. So we'll have a new dinosaur hopefully in a few years to come see. So we're really wow. excited about finishing the field work uh, for that project. So it was a it was a big it was a big milestone this year to to get that out of there. It's awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Big time. Wow. So what what's like the most exciting part for you? Is it like finding of torso bone or is it like oh this piece will allow us to now build it at the museum or is it actually building it at the museum? You know, when do you get psyched up? Um for me it's it's when it actually comes out of the ground. So so there's this moment where you've spent uh, in some cases, for these, this individual that one of the individuals we collected this year, it's we've known it's there for four or five years now. It's taken us this long to actually get it to where we could remove it, wow. and so to spend so long getting something to that pivotal moment. And then these are really big dinosaurs, so we're working with like we have a backhoe come in to help us, you know, lift the the stuff out because the jackets weigh, you know, in excess of a thousand pounds. Um, and so to watch it like actually like lift it out of the ground, like that's. Do you play the Jurassic Park theme music when it <laughs> ri- rises up? I'm not going to say that's never happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I hope you do that. That's, that's happened before. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. That's um, great. But yeah, so that's that's a really pivotal moment where you can just put your finger on that instant of time and mm-hmm. go like, it's ours now. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. That's awesome. I've captured the bone. Yes. Damn. Wow. Uh, Sophia, you ever dig up a bone or <laughs> no? Great question, Ethan. Thank you. Um, I feel like maybe I found like bones from a steak I ate <laughs> on the floor, like when I had a messy meal. But that's maybe a messy the, meal. How yeah. are you eating? <laughs> oh, I don't know. You know, when you just get some ribs going in the summertime. Oh, I sure. Don't know. Well, yeah. Then if it's summer, then throw the bones the grass on the floor, and you're like, oh my god, you know, a discovery. And they're like, oh no, that's from no. My you just ate steak. that. Yeah. 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 I don't know. <laughs> a yeah. Discovery. Yeah. So. Um, that's okay. The extent for me. Great. Uh, so I they're they're very quickly the plot of this movie develops where they're telling us why they've created these bigger dinosaurs and the reasoning is people are bored of regular dinosaurs <laughs> they don't care anymore about coming to see them <laughs> that they and they compare it to a zoo they're like you know it's just become like a regular zoo where people are you know they don't really care anymore and so I was thinking like okay so. If we want people to care more about animals and zoos, do you think we should just make them bigger? Are there attempts at doing that? Is that accurate? I don't I don't I don't know much about zoos. I've never actually worked at a zoo, but uh-huh. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're not doing that at zoos. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure people still go to zoos and people still like going to zoos. Right. I love going to the zoo. I, yeah. I do too. Yeah. I don't really need to see a bigger elephant. Yeah. They're pretty cool just the way they are. I mean, I guess I appreciated the like consumerism, you know, high demand, like mm-hmm. let's look at ourselves and stop asking for more powerful, bigger, faster things and be satisfied with what we have. Like I get that part of it, but I did think it was really funny how it's like dinosaurs are super cool. And we all know that. And I don't know if it would just take 20 years for the whole world to be like, oh, I don't really care. Sure. I could only, I'll only care if the T-Rex has bigger arms, (laughs) you know? Yeah. (laughs) I just had so many questions in the first place. Like one, this is supposed to be 22 years after Jurassic Park, Mm -hmm. after like a lot of things happened. (laughs) And then now it's okay to open another one that's called Jurassic World. Yeah. Which have clearly taken years to Set well, up it's, and it's the same. It's the same island. Yeah, because they run into the first one. Right, they find like the ruins or whatever. So but they, they just like, like move next door. Right, they weren't like, oh, that went really bad. We should never do this again. Yeah. They were like, let's make a bigger one yep. with like genetic hybrid dinosaurs and see what happens. Uh, yeah, and I'm like, who's the governing body on this? Like, for <laughs> I don't like, think there, there is has one. To be, <laughs> I'm like, is there not some like governing entity that's like, no, you can't do this for like, I don't know, ethical, moral, right. like all these different you think kinds like, of yeah, reasons. The UN would step in right. or something. 
something. Like maybe don't do that. Right. And then throughout the movie, there are multiple people who are like, oh, when will they learn? You know, like they say <laughs> oh that God, so yeah. many times. And they're <laughs> and right. Like, okay, I guess nobody's learning. They're just, it's one of those like, oh, darn, not again. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, the break that they took after Jurassic Park, the disaster of Jurassic Park in this <laughs> world of 1993, mm-hmm. must have been like two years, maybe. Because this thing took <laughs> a long time to create or update sure. or whatever you want to sure. say, right? And they got these trams and these holograms. Yeah. Like, also the gyrosphere. Gyrosphere. I was like, why is nobody under control of that? These boys can just keep going. They were like, you know what? Let's just go a little further. Yeah. It, and there's nothing that can like cause it to go back. Right. Like, do people stay out there for like weeks in a gyrosphere if they feel like it? And no one knows about right. it somehow. They can't track them I don't or know. some shit. I felt like there were some issues just with the park setup. Yeah. They general. tried to write it off as like, we're VIPs. Right. Right. Because they have like VIP access. So it's like, oh, we can just take this anywhere we want. It's yes. like, why would that exist? Right. Why They're like, would oh, we're VIP. To... So there's no safety measures in place. Let's right. do this thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Very strange. Um, what, the kid, I can't remember their name, so forgive Zach me and for Gray. that. Oh, thank you so much, Sophia. No problem. I need you here every episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. Anytime. <laughs> um, I do limited research, guys. Get over it. Uh, okay, so which one's the smaller one, Zach? Gray. That's what I meant. Totally, yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe sm- not smaller in size. Yeah, just not smaller at all. <laughs> um, he's definitely smaller in size. Yeah, well, Gray is. Yeah, Gray. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt. I appreciate that. Yeah, no I'm just problem. burying myself. Sure. Much like a dinosaur. Anyways, uh, so Gray, um, he at one point is touching this screen and he says, blank, 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 blank. Uh, the, these are the four things that are in every living thing. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know what those are? A, T, G, and C. That's correct. Oh, do you know the names by any chance? Adenine, thionine, guanine, cytosine. Yes, absolutely. Wow, we fantastic work, job. Yeah, we okay, great. Yeah. Uh, we planned this. I just yeah. wanted to do like a mini <laughs> pop quiz, but you guys are really on Thank top you. of it. Very impressive. Um, okay, so it says uh, about the dinosaurs, I wrote down a quote, that it can sense thermal radiation like snakes. They said in the movie. Mm-hmm. And so do snakes do that? Does that, yeah. that make sense? Some, some snakes can do that. They have a, a special sensory gland on their heads that they can Whoa, on their heads. And they can like just... vipers can do it, yeah. Whoa. Okay, but one of my biggest questions about this movie has to do with this. Please. Because there is that moment where the Indominus Rex is coming after Chris Pratt at the beginning when it first gets out, and he's under the car, and gasoline. he's like, let me douse myself oh. in gasoline. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And somehow that makes the like Indominus Rex stupid and it can't find it anymore. Yeah. Like I don't right. get how that works. And I did so many Google searches on this <laughs> okay. because I was like, I want to make sure this is not accurate if I'm going to talk about it. But apparently it seems like gasoline can lower your body temperature a little bit. But Whoa. I can't yeah. imagine it would lower it so significantly within two seconds that that dinosaur would not find him. Right. And why would it lower your temperature? So as it evaporates, it's just like sweat, only you're sweating out something that evaporates way faster than water. Oh, So it'd be like dousing yourself with acetone. It would have the same effect. Um, or alcohol, for uh, that matter. Well, I've where done just, that. You see, there you go. You get really cold afterwards because <laughs> it evaporates yeah, so freezing. quickly. And as it does that, it lowers your body temperature a little bit. But even in the moments oh. before he did that, like, why didn't it just find him it, it immediately? Didn't make any sense. Yeah. No. And yeah. then I'm like, if that works, why didn't every single person in the movie <laughs> just douse themselves in gasoline? I'm like, those military dudes who <laughs> went out so there should have just like pour gasoline all over themselves before they go after those dinosaurs. Yeah, absolutely. So. And I also got to say, and this bothers me about. About a lot of these movies, but I get why it's like they got to do it because it's more action packed. Mm-hmm. But they always seem unequipped to take down <laughs> yeah. the dinosaurs. Like they don't sure. know how to manage <laughs> the dinosaurs. Yeah. They've had them in cages now for years. Right. And yet it's like, oh, one's loose. I don't know. Let's try the shocking <laughs> things. Never works. <laughs> yeah. Let's try assault rifles. Let's just shoot it a bunch. They yeah. don't care, you yeah. know? And that's all that they use. Like at one point, I was, because I, I wrote down like, Grenades? Where's hand grenades? <laughs> Use grenades. Right. That would appear to work. So at one point, one guy has a rocket launcher and he sh- fires a rocket near 
the Indominus Rex, and he seems pretty pissed off by it, but he misses him, obviously. Sure. Well, of course. Why would you hit it directly? Yeah, that the, would be the, silly. Oh, yeah. Why would <laughs> the they have, would be over. Why would right. they have well, thermal detecting yeah. missiles or something? Well, that would yeah. be crazy. Why uh, would they have technology that would have worked in that cage to be able to notice when it when it's there off. or not. Yeah, it's thermal <laughs> sensing. I don't know. Yeah. Ugh, yeah, that was really funny to me. And also just that they've, if they're making these dinosaurs and they have like tracking beacons, like because he has a this weird tracking tube in right. him and he claws it out because he like, so according to Chris Pratt, <laughs> remembers when it was implanted <laughs> yeah. and can claw it oh, out. Memories. I don't know. Wouldn't they have a way of like, uh, like self-destruct mode basically mm-hmm. or like put it into a coma or some, I don't know. I just feel like if you're if you know that you are making f- deadly f- animals, huge <laughs> yeah. killing machines, yep. uh, there'd be some sort of fail safe like. Well, it's funny. So this was in the first movie. They actually did have that in the the plot. Okay, um, here we so go. they they and this was in the book too. So they made the dinosaurs deficient. They couldn't produce a specific amino acid, lysine. So that if they didn't feed them lysine on a regular basis, then they die. Okay, so that a sounds smart. Days, they'd yeah. be dead. <laughs> yes. So it wouldn't kill them immediately, but you know, if they got out on the mainland, mm-hmm. right? They just put, and they'd die. Then we saw one in a movie like crashing through San Diego, and it didn't have a problem. So I think they forgot about that <laughs> hmm. plot. Great device okay. at some point in time. Okay, very interesting. Because yeah, that seems that like one. a really good, That's a good plot idea, point. Right? To Pretty keep. reasonable. <laughs> so they designed them worse. Yeah. This time. Okay, <laughs> great. They had the chance to personally design them. Yeah. And they made them worse. Great. Oh, okay, wonderful. Cool. Um, you got more? It seems like you did some decent research oh, here with well, the gasoline. I mean, I mean, that's the extent of that. But okay. one thing I also looked into is yeah. okay, so. Bryce Dallas Howard's character wears high heels the entire oh, movie. The yes. entire movie. <laughs> yes, so and she's like running away from a T-Rex and the Indominus Rex at different points in the film. Mm-hmm. And I looked up, you can tell me if this is wrong or not, but online it said that T-Rexes could run up to 45 miles an hour. Um, I don't know if that's, that's... That's pretty... That might be a little too high, but okay. but they could definitely run faster than you could sure. run in high-heeled shoes. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. I looked up, Usain Bolt's ran 28 <laughs> miles an hour. Whoa, that's <laughs> yeah. pretty quick. When he did the 100-meter dash, okay. he got up to 28, which is like probably the fastest human. Yeah, seems crazy Which is fast. still much slower than, in theory, these dinosaurs would have been. Sure. So I just don't get how this movie wasn't 10 seconds long with her just like getting eaten immediately because yeah. just based on like speed comparisons I don't know right yeah I was I was gonna bring it up uh, in, a, in a similar way just as like did you guys think that there was a point to the high heels that I didn't get because I don't know if they were trying to say something by keeping her in high heels because it seemed like they were highlighting it like it, it was, was like yeah, such a obvious. they made a big deal about it yeah. right exactly so why do that is that they well, thought it was funny movie, you have to have the lead girl be an idiot in high yeah. heels <laughs> where okay. she's like I'm a businesswoman and I'm gonna keep these heels on no matter what you know it's that kind of thing but, yeah, but I mean was, I thought her character was so just like traditional almost I feel like it, it went back like so 50 boring. years yeah, yeah where she's like a career woman and because she's a career woman she can't want kids and like yeah. she's mm-hmm. gonna wear these outfits and she has to let Chris Pratt take the lead I mean she yeah. like redeems herself a little at the end but right, I just right. feel like throughout the film her character was like very shallow and just yeah like, old school almost I kind of feel the same way about Chris Pratt's character yeah. I feel like both lead characters were kind of fine they, mm-hmm. they didn't have a lot going on character wise yeah. I don't know we didn't know anything about them really either like no. the only thing I knew about Chris Pratt's character is that he was in the Navy and now like is a velociraptor trainer <laughs> yeah but those are two job. bullet points yeah um, and that was so, it oh, wait so about that he uses this like clicky pen to train <laughs> these raptors <laughs> yeah. so I have a lot of questions here number one do you think velociraptors could be trained can we get to the point where we're telling them what to do and when and two What's with the pen? <laughs> so, so, so the clicky pen. I'll go with that one because a friend of mine actually does dog training, and I guess that's a technique in dog training. So oh. I asked her about it when the movie came oh, out. I've I was like, that. "What the yeah. hell is that clicky thing?" And she's like, "Oh, we do that with dogs sometimes." So I guess it works okay. as an animal training technique with some animals. It seemed legit. Like, yeah, it's, you apparently know. it's a real thing. Okay. Um, in terms of could we train a velociraptor, I would lean towards probably not. Not a good idea. <laughs> if you think about the relatives of dinosaurs that are with us today, so the birds, which are modern dinosaurs, and then crocodiles, which are a relative of them, uh, can you imagine? Imagine trying to train like 
an ostrich or a cassowary to like do what you want it to do. Like there are ostrich farms, but I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to go play with the ostriches. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I certainly would not. Yeah, yeah, they're scary. I wouldn't. I, would I don't think wrecked. they. Tra- I don't think they train so well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would tend to go with no. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Got it. I mean, and we don't know that for sure. Of course. Sure. Doesn't preserve in the fossil record, but I would go with no. Okay, interesting. And they, in the movie, and as with the old movies as well, they like pack hunt, right? They like have like a, I don't know if it's like an alpha that they follow mm-hmm. or they're all uh, democratically deciding who to hunt. <laughs> Voting. Uh, they do a, yeah, ballot Better box. system than we have. Yeah, exactly. But uh, but does that make sense? Do we yeah. agree with that? Okay. Yeah, so especially with some of the, the smaller um, theropod dinosaurs, things like Deinonychus, or, which is a relative of Velociraptor, um, we have pretty good fossil evidence that they did uh they did have a social structure they did hunt in groups um and engage in sort of pack behavior so there's there's nothing out of line with that idea and this might be a strange one but is there a reason they focus so much on the velociraptor or is it just because in the original jurassic park they were a staple of the movie and they looked really badass and cool and so it's like oh let's bring them back or were they a very special dinosaur. No, I think it's I think it's just because of the success of the the Velociraptors from the first movie. Mm-hmm. Like everybody loved them. That's <laughs> yeah. everybody, everybody's Fair. favorite dinosaur like now them. is a Velociraptor. So why why go away from a yeah. popular choice? Right, Sophia, you got. Oh, something? I'm just wondering: is there a special dinosaur? That, oh. If the Velociraptor is not a special <laughs> dinosaur, are there any that like really stand yeah. out amongst? Should the rest? have been a star. <laughs> yeah, in Jurassic exactly. World. So I feel like I feel like that's a that's a really. Uh, Everybody's going to give you a different answer on that because everybody has a different favorite dinosaur. You know, mm-hmm. you sure. ask every paleontologist. But we only care dinosaur. about you. Alyssa. Exactly. Well, What's okay, yours? So my favorite dinosaur would be Stegosaurus, oh, which has great. been uh, unfortunately underrepresented in Jurassic Park oh, movies. No. Absolutely. Um, also, they're—I mean—they were probably kind of dumb and and basically like cows of the dinosaur world. So maybe not. <laughs> maybe not an exciting movie star. I get that. Um, but there were also some really cool dinosaurs that didn't make it at all. So things like mm. Therizinosaurus, which were probably the weirdest dinosaur ever. Okay. Um, they're enormous. Most of them were huge, um, covered in feathers, and their claws were like up to like a meter long. Whoa! Oh my so god! So these are like crazy nightmare creatures. Um, <laughs> might like have been it. herbivorous, actually. Like oh. they have some interesting adaptations. Like they might have had cheeks, um, and so that's <laughs> that's that's something that you need if you're going to chew a lot of plant food, obviously, to keep uh-huh. the plant food in your mouth. So, <sighs> wow. um, really weird dinosaurs would have made a, an awesome addition visually. Yeah. Um, wow. To the sort of menagerie of Jurassic Park. Um, so they definitely could have gone with some more or some less traditional dinosaurs uh-huh. if they'd wanted to. Gotcha. But I think it was more just for familiarity. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. So wait, what's so? What do you love about the Stegosaurus so much? Oh, I just think they're adorable. Okay. They're, they're they're huge and and kind of probably kind of dumb because they have the tiny heads and the huge bodies and the big plates and the spikes and they just represent pretty much everything that's dinosaur. They're just Great. really cool. Oh, nice. awesome. Okay, cool. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. The break is over. Here we go, back to the show about science. So I'm, I'm glad that we, uh, Sophia, you were bringing up how the other T-Rex came into the movie. Mm-hmm. This confused the shit out of me. <laughs> I don't know if I missed something, and if I did, please feel free to correct me. I'm very willing to admit my schmuckism. Uh, but so if you haven't seen the movie, I'm going to spoil it here for you. So towards the end of Jurassic World... They are basically just being attacked. Like everyone else has been evacuated somewhat, and they're just in this like kind of gift shop part of the uh, park. And this Indominus Rex is like trying to murder them. They have like a couple Velociraptors that are now on their side that are helping them fight. And so Gray says, We need more teeth. So she goes to get this T Rex. Couple questions. Number one, how is this T Rex so close to all the gift shoppy parts? <laughs> right? Oh, I yeah. Thought Fair about point. That. It Fair took really good point. It took the other one. It had to run miles. It had to run. <laughs> he said like five miles oh to God. get to this portion because they were like, well, we have time. We can track it down, whatever. Mm-hmm. This one's right there. I mean, she runs there in 30 seconds yeah. and opens the gate, and there's this gargantuan <laughs> T Rex. And it's like just in like a warehouse almost. It's just like yeah. the garage door. Paddock rolls nine. Up. Yeah. It's just hanging it's just out. It's like in the dark paddock. in a warehouse. It's <laughs> 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 just been waiting for yeah, somebody. Like, this is my moment. <laughs> yeah. It's been doing Sudoku for years. <laughs> and now, oh, okay, you need me. And so, okay, this, again, it's just opening a door of questions. So number one, it's like, did was this mentioned before? Did you guys know that this was there? That is this a clone? Is this another? No, in- no, that's the original Tyrannosaur. 
Oh, okay. That is the Tyrannosaur from Jurassic Park. It's the same individual. Got it. Because it's got the same scars on it oh. from where it fought with the raptors I did at the end of Jurassic Park. I did it's the same, not it's catch the same that either. Yeah. Very wow. interesting. So she was the she saved their lives at the end of the first movie, and then she did it at the uh, end of this one, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's a hero. T-Rex. Wow. I guess, okay, so that kind of answers my second question, which was, why did it help? Why <laughs> did it know to kill this other dinosaur? Yeah. It made a good movie. <laughs> I mean, it sure, it was it was exciting, but I just had no idea why it was happening, and it was the climax of the film. Yeah, yeah. it was just like, hey, now go battle what seems to be your sibling, and like another yeah. version <laughs> of you. Than you. Yeah, yeah have big... fun with that. Yeah, no, that, that that's not very realistic. <laughs> would have just ran the other way, probably. It would have. Yes. So would two T Rexes normally fight? If sure, they, were they like... would. They would fight for territory, or they would fight like, for would mating, or possibly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do have evidence okay. of Tyrannosaur on Tyrannosaur violence in terms of like bite marks and things okay. like that, um, especially like on the face. Mm. Um, so if you think about uh, any sort of uh, modern mammal systems where the males fight for lots of different reasons, and yeah, they can kill each other, like male li- African lions will do that. Yeah. Um, so there's no reason to think they wouldn't have, but at the same time, like survival is a pretty strong instinct. So mm-hmm. just to fight for fun, <laughs> that doesn't seem like a reasonable idea. Right, yeah. So. Okay, so plausible that they would fight, but... If they, if they had something, if they were fighting over food, if they were fighting over a female, like, there, there are reasons mm. they would fight for sure, but you would have to have a reason. Yeah. They wouldn't just do it for fun. I feel like it struck first, but let's say maybe it was self-defense, because this Indominus Rex was so crazy, and it attacked him or her. I don't it sounds know. Sounds like a court case now. <laughs> yeah. <where laughs> well, it struck first, but it was self-defense, so... <laughs> I'm here defending Indominus Rex today. Uh, it wasn't his fault. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it says also that he or she, I don't know if it's a he or she, the Indominus one, do you know? Do I, you thought remember? They, I thought they were still going with the they're all female yeah, thing. Yeah, I thought they oh, were okay. all female. Yeah. Great, yeah. so that's easy. Um, it said that she ate her sibling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was that about? You saw the two at the beginning hatching? Yes. Yeah, one of those was the sibling. Oh, okay. So, but it didn't exist anymore because it she ate it at some point. So, oh, okay, very early on, seemingly. Apparently, we, we didn't see that part. We just learned about it. Right. Okay. And then they also had a very brief discussion about being raised in captivity and mm-hmm. how that changes their, I don't know, behavior or something. So, like number one, and again, I'm not trying to just sit here and poke holes in the film, <laughs> but, but number one, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't they know that? Wouldn't they know not to raise them in a way that's going to make them confused and violent, etc. You would hope so. Because I mean, we've I, been raising things in zoos for a long time now, and we've got a pretty good, we got pretty good, pretty good studies handle. on what that does to animals. What does it do to animals? Well, things like, well, I mean, dinosaurs are animals too, but things like mammals, like there's lots of, uh, they've been able to document lots of problems in big cats in particular with keeping them in captivity in, in too small a spaces, Ooh. like pacing back and forth. Like mm-hmm. that's a that's a behavior they don't ever do in the wild. They just do it because they're like chronically bored. Um, Shit. Yeah, I feel bad for my cat now. Um, but whether or not that applies to things like uh, like crocodiles, for example, I don't. I'm not aware of any research that's looked into whether or not crocodiles have that same sort of problem in captivity. Mm. Um, it might correlate with intelligence. Like more intelligent animals have to be engaged in more ways. Right. You know, uh, I'm not a animal scientist in that regard, but um, that would make sense. So if you've got a smart dinosaur, you probably have to keep them more engaged or something. Like yeah. train them like the raptors. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I, I think it's just pretty basic 101. It feels like if an animal for millions of years had free roam, and mm-hmm. then you're just going to trap it in this small environment, like, it's probably going to be pissed yeah. and not <laughs> learn things correctly, right? Right. Um, and it's it's something about the food chain, it said. Like, if, if she doesn't know where she is on the food chain. Oh, She's right. just learning this for the first time. Does that make sense? Like, now that it's free, it's going to... Um, not really. I mean... Great. <laughs> I, I don't really. I'm not really sure not what they all. were. I'm not really sure what they were trying to go go for with that. Um, most most organisms are just born like knowing what they are. You know, like sure. there's sort of an innate like you know right. tigers don't have any problem figuring out like oh hey guess guess where I am on the food chain. Right. Yeah. So I don't really see that that would have been an issue. Right. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's that element of the cuttlefish, you know, yeah. part being part cuttlefish, yeah, being part frog. Well, there is that. It is everywhere on no, the food chain yeah. all at the same time. Yeah. So. so it wasn't the captivity part. It was the genetic <laughs> it's, splicing. It's hybrid, that, yeah, yeah. Like sore thing. Right. Yeah, that might have uh, confused it a little bit more. Um, okay, so the dinosaur, I think it was the velociraptor, blinks. Uh, it has that like sideways blink, mm-hmm. which is kind of now for me at least been classically associated with like evil monsters in movies and stuff like the bad guy in the movie or like some mutated thing is going to blink sideways and that's how you're like oh my god not human 
what the fuck, you yeah. know? So I I just had to pose that question to you. Like, did any dinosaurs blink sideways? Do any animals blink sideways? What's the deal with this? So I don't know for sure where it shows up in, among reptiles. Mm-hmm. But there are reptiles that have eyelids that do other than just open close like humans do. Okay. Are they? But whether or not dinosaurs had that, we don't we have a record of that. Okay. Jury's out. So wait, so how do they, what's the difference? Do they actually go left to right or there's some See, sort of. See, that's what I can't remember because I think it, mm. I can, the ones I'm thinking of go bottom to top maybe. Oh, but there, there may, weird. there may be some reptiles that, that have a second eyelid system that, that closes sideways. I'm not aware of any offhand, but. Okay. Wow, we're that, so that basic where they got that with from. our one eyelid I know, so function. boring. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Lame. <laughs> we're lame. Um, I wrote down that they stopped, Claire and Owen stopped when they were looking for the kids to check on those wounded dinosaurs we were talking about before. What were they called? Not the brontosaurus. The apatosaurus. The apatosaurus. And I just found that hilarious that they're like in an emergency panic mode trying to find these kids. And it's like, no, 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 wait. Let's pet this dying dinosaur <laughs> I, and just I would do talk. That. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I'm just, that, that seemed really accurate to me, <laughs> actually. Elizabeth, priority one, dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Priority go. two, human life. Yeah. <laughs> human children. She didn't even like the kids that much. Like, true. she didn't yeah, really she even want them around. So I really, I found that actually more believable. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I want to talk for a second about that character, Masrani. The guy who runs Mm. the park. Well, I don't want to say runs, but owns the park Um, because he is he was built up to be like a hero of this movie. Right. Like he seemed like a really cool moral dude. Right. He has like a strong moral compass and he's like uh, very confident and he seems like the ideal rich guy. Right. Isn't he playing that role where it's like, yeah, normally in movies, the guy who's like superbly rich is a gigantic dick and has no empathy and whatever. And this guy is like telling her, telling Claire, like, you know, chill out. You got to enjoy life. You got to be present. You know, don't don't worry about things so much. Everything's out of your control, like blah, 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 whatever. And he's overly confident about flying this helicopter. They make it a point. They really drill yeah. this home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty obvious what was going to happen. Right. No, that's why I'm bringing it up because I was so uh, pleased. I was laughing so hard when that copter went down. <laughs> because oh, wow. There's like three different times where he's just like really, uh, I don't know, like celebrated for, for flying this copter. Like he's a true hero. He's talking guys who were like in war and he's telling them like your general ever go out with you and they're like no man like you're really cool yeah. <laughs> you're the you're the fucking coolest guy and uh lauren lapkus's character mm-hmm. comes out and asks him like isn't there somebody else like somebody else could yeah. fly you don't even have to do this and he's like no we don't need anybody else i can f- do this i can fly the hell and then immediately pterodactyls i think they were pterodactyls there was some sort of pterosaur i don't remember what the genus they were supposed to be, but okay, offshoot pterodactyl. Yeah. Oh, you don't know? I don't remember either. Okay, very yeah. interesting. Uh, just a bunch of them fly up oh. into this helicopter and they immediately go down. The thing is with him, though, I feel like he was like meant to be this moral compass character, but he also was like ignorant because yeah. he literally was like, "What's going on with my park that I'm in charge <laughs> yeah. of?" Yeah, it's like, like he you just say, got there. what? <laughs> yeah. So like he literally so doesn't know anything that's going on, even though he's like the leader of all of it. So true. And so then it kind of like translates to this helicopter situation <laughs> yeah. where he's like, I'm going to lead this, but like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah. And he's fine with it. Yeah. It's kind of surprising he's had so much success <laughs> yeah. with his attitude. Guys, he's a lucky guy. Well, not lucky in the end, but you know, up until then. I mean, no, yeah, he's yeah, very lucky up until then of just jumping into different enterprises yeah. with no experience. So successful. Yeah, seemingly. And he even quotes Dr. Grant, or no, uh, the other, the guy who owned the old park, where he's oh, saying, Hammond. like, Hammond, yeah, yeah. he's saying, yeah, he always told me spare no expense, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, no, fuck it, it all, <laughs> I don't care about profits, like, yeah. anyways, I thought his character was just so fun, and I loved how it ended, uh, <laughs> I know it's unfortunate, I didn't necessarily want him to die, but the fact that he died in a helicopter crash specifically was fantastic. That's true. Um, Okay, so there's a huge action sequence with these, I can't say pterodactyls now. Pterosaurs. Pterosaurs. Yeah. And so uh, did you find that to be? Okay, go ahead. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) Just look at me like, no, 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 no. So the pterosaurs, uh, all pterosaurs, so there's lots of different types of them, um, right? They're not dinosaurs as well. They're flying reptiles. Mm. Um, And they are are not birds in any regard and oh. so their feet are nothing like bird feet. 
they okay. could not grab someone. With that their was feet. one of my questions. Oh. Yeah, their they feet are like actually more structured like a human foot. What? Yeah, so they oh, they weird. probably so were walked more aligned with how we. Oh would my walk. god, this is my nightmare. Yeah. That's like right? maybe freakier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. way um, freakier. No, Human they did feet. not have grasping like capability. Talons. No, yeah. no. So that they would not be picking up that chick and dropping yeah. her in a mosasaur. <laughs> Man, I that think... scene was long. First, I would just want to yeah. say it like that. Totally. I feel like they stayed on her for a while. I would I would point to that as probably the worst paleo mistake. <laughs> mm. In, in my opinion, that the, the movie made. depiction of the of the pterosaurs, pterosaurs being able to like swoop in and pick people mm-hmm. up also questionable that they could even carry that kind of a load. Right. Um, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. They seem like pretty thin up top. Yeah. They're really uh, <laughs> lightly built. Yeah. Kinda. They're big, but they got to fly, so they don't weigh a lot. So I. Yeah. That was. What just... about like the beak portion? Because it seemed like they had pretty violent. Oh yeah. No. They they definitely had huge, uh, really extended. Uh, nose parts on their beaks so like the the bill and like all of that like they could have definitely um, okay. caused some damage with that um dangerous snout but you're thinking you, they're they're probably more like fish eaters and things like that so if you think about things like, right. like pelicans or uh storks you know birds that have big long extended beaks like that yeah that would be more like their their target yeah it did seem a little bit strange they were so obsessed with attacking all these people yeah yeah i mean if anything they would have maybe just dive bomb them to like run them off right but they wouldn't have actually like carried them anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed pretty strange. And yeah. yeah, again, potentially freakier. Like it's scary to pick people up with talons and throw them around. <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> for sure scary. Scary. Absolutely. Yep. Arguable though, is it scarier that they have human feet and are just walking <laughs> around? Walking around. Show them, like flopping around like, <laughs> human like feet. they need Dr. Scholl's just like us. Get yeah. some inserts. That's yeah. freaky. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. That's really scary. Um, yeah. Again, I have another note with the heels. I was I was oh, gonna oh, ask oh, you guys oh, what's oh, the God. farthest you've run in heels, or if you've had like those you know drunken nights walking around a city in heels yeah, and you know regretted what girls it. Drunk do with their heels, they take them off immediately. Right. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, you'll see that I'm everywhere. Like she's Holding in a the forest trying to like save her own life and she's continuing to wear those shoes. Like that's the most unreal. That to me is the most unrealistic depiction. I would, in this I would movie. agree with you. Yeah. That was yeah. like Thank an you. egregious flaw with the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like the first thing I would do is say, who's got a pair of shoes I can borrow? Seriously. Right. Or just go barefoot, right? Anything. Why not go barefoot? I don't know. At that point. Do heels work if you just crack off the heel part? Could you have just. No, no they don't. That doesn't make sense, right? I've never worn heels. According to scientific research, no. Okay. Uh, I'm glad we checked out the science yeah. on that. Um, uh, I have the thing about the grenades. Uh, oh, the mosquito. So I read that the mosquito, I don't know, that the type of mosquito or species of mosquito that's in the amber that they use in the old Jurassic Park and the new one, because they show a shot of it as well, doesn't actually suck blood. Do you know about this? I don't know. I hadn't heard about that. Yeah. So I, the, I read that. The type of mosquito that they used in the movie is not actually a... a blood-sucking mosquito, which I, I thought was really funny and oh, another yeah. weird thing that no one checked out, I guess. I'll have to check with wow. the entomologist at the museum and be like, so, what do you Please. know about these mosquitoes? That's interesting. Yeah, wow. get back to me I'll, on that. I'll look into that. And then I also read that in the same... Uh, vein the dna even if we even if they did have the dino dna whatever that it would have gone bad that dna doesn't just DNA last does not last no the oldest wow. dna we've been able to successfully sequence is a couple hundred thousand years old and wow. dinosaurs are over 65 or the extinct mm-hmm. dinosaurs are over 65 million years old so no dna does not preserve at all yeah that's like way too old that's not like a couple days after the expiration yeah. no, date. No, no, no. That's on not like some milk. bad smelling milk. That's good. like gone. Disgusting. So many flaws in this film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the DNA was a big one because they harped on it. They did the whole, like yeah. we were talking about where the kids pointing out the parts of DNA mm-hmm. and like it's so important that we have dino DNA. Yeah, but we don't. But I mean, that's a shame. Although I will say very cool that we can get DNA that's hundreds of thousands of years oh, old. Yeah. That's crazy. That's so yeah, no, old. we've made amazing strides in the last like five, ten years in harvesting ancient DNA. Like we now wow. know the DNA sequence of Neanderthal. Um, and other groups of ancient hominins so not even not homo sapiens Um, so we've we've made some amazing there's amazing things we can do with ancient DNA just not that ancient Mm -hmm. there's just a point where like a half life or something like it just goes bad yeah yeah essentially same idea wow crazy okay um, and then I wanted to talk about Jack Horner and his chickenosaurus you know about this yes I know about that okay sorry to bring it up (laughs) it seems like a sensitive subject (laughs) no I don't know about it Um, okay perfect (laughs) so uh, he came up with this platform to try to uh, genetically engineer a chicken to return to an ancestral dinosaur morphology in lots of ways. Mm-hmm. Teeth. 
And just so you're aware, Sophia, this guy's not like a quack. He's like a legit. Uh, oh, hold on a second. He might Ooh. be a quack. I I read that he was like a, a paleontologist yeah. that was they based. Uh, yeah, he was the scientific advisor for uh, the first four Jurassic Park. Okay. Of the, I don't know about the later ones, but I know he was the official scientific advisor for the first ones. For right, sure. right, right, right. Yeah, so. he's a paleontologist. He was a paleontologist at the Museum of the Rockies in Montana yeah. um, for a long okay. time. I just saw your face when she started talking about this chicken <laughs> You were like, what are we talking about here? Who is yeah, this guy? So he, so, and so that's the important thing to remember is that he is a vertebrate paleontologist by training. He's not a geneticist. Um, but he did get the ball rolling and, and sort of publicized a lot of work that people had already been doing okay. in regard to trying to understand the genetic modifications that modern chickens or modern birds of any variety have undergone mm. that turned them into birds. Mm-hmm. Like, so how, how genetically can we find sort of the dinosaur signature that's mm. still in their genome if it's there? Um, and so there's been some really, uh, really fascinating work actually in turning off certain uh, gene complexes and that results in chicks, embryonic chicks, uh, reverting to these dinosaurian sorts of forms. So the the palate, the structure of the palate, the bones in their in their skull, um, will revert to a dinosaur form where there's two separate two separate sets of bones instead of one fused oh, bone wow. across the palate. Wow. Um, they'll they'll grow uh, teeth in their jaw just like dinosaurs did. Um, so things like that. The structure of the the tail, so the pygostyle, the fused tail at the ends, will will become less developed um, lots of really interesting things that you can do just by turning off these newer like post dinosaur gene wow. families um, so it's really amazing research that's that's been done by a number of people um, across the world so it's not just like one lab is doing this um, and it's telling us a lot about uh, developmental biology um, and how that works in a really unique group of organisms, the modern dinosaurs. Is this okay. the same kind of thing as like CRISPR, where it's like no, the no. gene editing? No, stuff? it's not gene editing. So CRISPR is uh, gives you the ability to introduce new genetic components I see. to an individual. Okay. This is working with the existing genome uh, and just turning them tweaking off. how the genes are expressed. Okay. So you have tons of genes in your body that may never be expressed. They may never be active because they get turned off very early in development uh-huh. or they're only turned on at a certain stage of development and uh-huh. that's what they're supposed to do. And so this is working with that sort of master plan. So so epigenetics would be the the sort of field that this is related to. Gotcha. So it's not just an individual gene doing something. It's these master genes that control like the blueprint of an organism. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's really fascinating things that that researchers are able to do now um, looking into that, um, but separate from CRISPR. Cool. Okay. Any other questions from you, Sophia Hosini? You take a look. Okay, take a look. Uh, we'll just wait with notes. some yeah, elevator music. Yeah, if you could music. just sit boom, silently while... Boom, <laughs> boom, 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 <laughs> um, yep, keep going. Oh, these aren't necessarily questions. Okay, great. Just comments. Please, Or comment. I guess I'll phrase them in a question. Yeah, sure. Did you guys notice the Jimmy Buffett cameo? <laughs> yes, no. it was amazing. I didn't either, and I'm what? mad about it because then I read about it after the fact, and I didn't see there it. There was a Margaritaville in that guest shop area oh and he was one of the tourists like hanging out there and like the hat and everything <sighs> wow that said i don't know that i really know what jimmy buffett looks like anyway so maybe that was my first issue but mm-hmm. yeah so he was in that and okay. then did you see that the helicopter instructor was the producer of the film actually okay oh, i didn't know that did yeah not know that interesting. interesting cameo there that's fun for him yeah well, I felt, oh go ahead i was gonna say i think jeff goldblum had a cameo Whoa. in the at one point, they were dry riding in the train to get somewhere. Okay. The woman in front of where the kids were sitting uh-huh. was reading his book, and oh. so his picture Whoa. was on the jacket cover. Oh, that's uh, funny. Uh, not, not his book, Ian, that. not his character. Right, right, right. Yeah, but his picture was on, that's the, cool. on the jacket wow. cover. Did not notice that. I also just thought it was so crazy how, like, normalized it became to just see people get eaten constantly. <laughs> like, it, nobody freaked out that hard. Right, you know, like, yeah. a couple people did, but then after a while, it was just like, oh, man, more people have been eaten and yeah. like that's that especially like the military guys with the video on the in the oh, control absolutely. room yeah. I feel like they were just like oh well we lost our team and Man. that's it and and uh, for me and at the end of any of these movies any sort of disaster movie monster movie anything where people are like so relieved and they're so like ah oh, you know what everything's back to normal now <laughs> yeah. like I can never get that I never yeah. comprehend it's it like, because not at all. even when I just have like a normal day just like a stressful day where I have to like sit in traffic or whatever by the end of the day I'm like god damn like this sucks I'm in a bad mood I don't yeah. want to do anything if you've seen 
a dozen people get murdered, you know, brutally by animals. Like, when? Why would you be relieved? There's yeah. going to be some sort You're of have PTSD for a while. Yeah, so there's and that. It's like never, like nobody, yeah. nobody's expressing that at all. Well, totally. I feel like they've been dealing with 20 years of this park being developed. Surely they're used to people dying. By now. I guess. I mean, so. imagine what they've been covering up all this time. Maybe. Yeah. I thought maybe the most like shocked face I saw was that guy who was like the new kid at the training place, you know, where he, oh, uh, right. yeah. you fell know, in. yeah, where he fell in and then Chris Pratt's like, never turn your back to the cage, even though he like literally <laughs> just did yeah. and it like almost got him, but he's also, like, also like that was the problem, yeah, right? Like that wasn't the problem. The problem is that he tried to like hook a pig from this yeah, like exactly. beam yeah. from this weird bridge. Like the logistics were bad to be Terrible, that. terrible yeah, move. Right. So turn your back to the cage. Yeah. That's fine. That you gotta like, walk away most terrified person, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Okay. Um, also, I have a question. Actually, I'm wondering how long did T Rexes live? Like in oh. general, that's a good question. Um, so there's some. So if you look at the uh, histology of bones, if you make thin sections of uh, dinosaur bones, you, you can you can tell how old they are just in rough terms. Uh-huh. Um, and so it appears that you know 30 to maybe even 50 years would not be unusual. Oh, okay. um, so it's not unusual that the original Tyrannosaurus yeah, would have still been wondering. alive. But then it was, definitely, it was definitely on the tail end, or maybe like middle age. She was late middle age. Okay, yeah, she was she was but getting she up still there. Got it. But, but also, you got to remember, she wasn't in the wild, right? She was yeah. in captivity. Animals in captivity tend to live longer mm, in the wild because they're fed and they don't have to yeah. worry about things. Yeah, especially in so, the VIP paddock nine. Yeah, right, right had. near all the action. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. They, they took good care. Next of her. to Margaritaville. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she's true. getting a lot of burgers. Yeah, yeah. she's in her LeBron stage. You know, she can still wreck, but it's kind of only when she wants to. She's been saving it though for. That moment. For that yeah. moment, it's yeah. Fine. yeah. Just in case. True. Uh, is that it? That's the f- one more. Oh, please, <laughs> please. Go. I'm sorry, I could do this. I'm so excited to be in front of a paleontologist. I'm like, this is my childhood dream coming oh, true. Oh, great. Um, I was wondering about the like transition of the alpha males with the raptors of you know going from Chris Pratt to the Indominus Rex. Mm-hmm. How does that work with just like the alpha male thing in general? I guess I don't know. So it it depends. Like lots of different carnivores have social structures and they're all very different from each other. Um, We don't have a whole lot of examples except for birds um, of dinosaur type carnivores. Um, And in birds, we don't observe a whole lot of social structure the same way that we would that we think we see in the fossil record, which may or may not be a good thing. I mean, imagine like a flock of ostriches that had a that kind of social hierarchy. <laughs> That's probably scary um, with human feet. Yeah. So so they, they could have absolutely um, chosen to follow a different alpha. In in nature, usually you see transitions between alphas occurring when a bigger, stronger, more successful, whatever, younger, oftentimes alpha male comes in and physically defeats the current one. Mm. Um, but I don't think the Indominus had to actually defeat Chris Pratt for the Raptors to know who was going to sure. win in yeah. that fight. So, right. I also, just thought it was interesting because yeah. then it switches back to him, like, in a moment. That was the part that didn't make a lot right. of sense because they, I think their argument was they recognized the raptor genes in the Indominus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were talking And the so they were language. like, oh, you speak our language. Right. Like, yeah. we, can, we can work with this. That kind of, I mean, to me, that kind of made sense. Yeah. I didn't see anything wrong with sure. that. But for them to be like, never mind, we don't like you. We're going to go back to this dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That didn't make much sense to me. Okay. Other than yeah. if they're just going for, like, the puppy thing where, you know, you raise a dog and it always sure. knows you. I think okay. that is what they were going for, Probably. right? Because yeah. he, like, pets him. Or right. her and her. Yeah, yeah, her, excuse me. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, Chris. I remember you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Papa. A, little, a little cheesy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I think those are all my questions. Oh, great questions, Thanks. Sophia. Oh, thank you. Superb. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And thank you both for joining me today on this Jurassic World discussion. Have you guys seen the sequel, by the way? The Fallen Kingdom? No, I heard it's worse. The... Okay. Sorry. That was the <laughs> 2018, 2018. Oh, yes. I believe it came yes, out. Yes, okay. I did. Actually, so <laughs> we did a thing with um, one of the uh, theaters downtown where we showed the movie and then me and another paleontologist hung around afterwards to do like a special Q&A cool. with cool. the audience. So it was like a pre-release thing that we did, like a promo. And I'm sitting there watching this movie with my friend who's also a paleontologist and we're just like looking at each other. It's like, what is going on? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> How? What? So then it was, I felt, I felt terrible. There's all these kids in the audience and we're sitting there and every single one was like, well, what about that? Could that happen? Could that happen? Could that happen? And we're just like, no. 
No. <laughs> no. 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 That's not a thing. Uh, none of this is real. And then every now and then we'd be like, no, no, that's actually a real dinosaur. <laughs> Everybody that cheers. That was, all, that was yeah. all we had. We finally had a yes to give that. But it was... Uh, it was a little disappointing. Okay. All right. Well, have uh, you seen it? No, I have not okay. seen it. Well, you should watch it. Yeah, well, it is I want to do it. Even more of a monster movie. Hmm. Oh, great. Yes. Okay. So yeah, they're continuing might... this trend of like this downhill slide into just like <laughs> the craziest action movies we can make. Yeah. Well, I mean, financially, it definitely worked. It worked for so. both of these movies, yeah. uh, I think. So yeah, maybe next time we'll we'll have you back and do uh, okay. f- or your. A friend who disappointed all those children (laughs) can uh, come in and disappoint all of our listeners. Absolutely. Uh, Okay, great. Well, yeah, thank you so much. Oh, Sophia, where can people find you? Should they? uh, Because I notice you don't really do Instagram. I don't really do Instagram. I'm not really online. I'm a little off the grid. Yeah. Mysterious. You know, unfortunately, I don't know that I have anything coming up. Maybe just our next improv show, which is second Thursday of the month. That's right. In North Hollywood. Yes, at Acme Theater. At Acme Theater. I'm That's glad right. you remembered the name. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're an improv group called Week Coach. Yeah. Uh, who does have an Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so follow that. Follow that, and uh, you'll get to see pictures of Sophia. Oh, yeah. If you can't make the show, of course, <laughs> where, you know, because I can attest, like, live action Sophia is much better. Wow, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. Live action Ethan is great, too. Oh, so, thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. And yet the photograph version of us sucks. Mm-hmm. It's just totally. not. As entertaining. It doesn't capture our essence. Yeah, yeah. you're right. The camera is mean to us. Uh, uh, <laughs> Alyssa, what about you? Where can people find you? Where can people find these bones? Uh, Natural History Museum. So we are we're open seven days a week. We're the last two hours of the day. We're free to L.A. County residents. Um, all of the new stuff that we've been collecting is currently being prepared in our dino labs. You can watch people cleaning the bone out of the rock in real time. Yeah, uh, we've got some things on display already from our Utah quarries. So that's the place to be. We update things all the time. Great. OK. And people can just go to Utah and look around. Or, uh, they're, they're welcome to look around, but it is <laughs> illegal to collect fossil to bones without a Utah, permit. I'm so. here. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay, yep. cool. So, yeah, everyone enjoy doing that illegal activity. Yeah, yeah, um, don't, don't do that. And uh, we'll join you for what appears to be the less good uh, sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it. Maybe it's better. Okay. I don't know. I'm just uh, Alyssa, you've seen both. Uh, they're... <laughs> equally terrible in lots of exciting and fun ways. (laughs) Okay, great. Join us for that equally terrible episode. Thank you guys so much again. Awesome. Thank Thank you, you. Bye. Bad Science is hosted and produced by me, Ethan Edinburgh. Our associate producer is Emily Feld. Our editor is Lucas Bollinger. And the executive park producer is Brett Kushner. Follow us on Instagram at Bad Science Show. That's at Bad Science Show. Or feel free to send us an email, badscience at seeker.com. That's badscience at seeker.com. Let us know what you think about the show, any movies we should do in the future. I always appreciate getting your emails. And of course, leave us an iTunes review. That lets other people hear about the show. And I'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.